What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. As some of y'all may know, I have been supplementing some of Calder's feedings with Bobby over the past four months, and we have been loving it. One of the main reasons why we chose Bobby when we knew we were going to add formula to Calder's feeding is because of their high quality ingredients and simple recipe. As the only mom-led and founded infant formula company in the U.S. with an organic European-style recipe that meets all FDA standards, they continue to set the bar as the leading clean infant formula. And they recently have received the Clean Label Project Purity Award and pesticide-free certification. This is huge. And really what this means, the Clean Label Project, it evaluates products for substances that would never be found on the product label. So things like heavy metals, pesticide residues, and plasticizers. And the fact that Bobby received this award gives me the confidence as a parent and the peace of mind knowing that what Calder is getting and ultimately what's going into his body contains all the ingredients that his body needs and nothing that it doesn't. So if you're in need of a high quality formula to feed your baby, Bobby definitely has my stamp of approval. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-E to order yours today and use promo code DylanMurphy10 so you can get 10% off. Did you know that the average adult will try close to 126 new diets in their lifespan. 126. That's a lot of diets. And if you've been on even one diet, you know that they come with a set of rules of you know what to eat, what to avoid, when to eat, what not to eat. And whether you realize it or not, those rules start to impact your connection with food suddenly you view that piece of bread that holds your sandwich together as quote unquote bad. And maybe you glorify that piece of broccoli with your dinner as quote unquote good. And if you've ever tried a few diets, then you probably have found that a lot of these rules that come with it also start to kind of like contradict each other where one diet may say one thing, another diet says a completely different thing. And so the more rules and restrictions that get thrown into the mix, the more impacted your relationship with food becomes. Now, when we say a relationship with food, you may be like, what does that mean? And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you may feel confident in what that means to have a relationship with food. But if you just discovered this podcast, you may be like, what does that even mean? How do you have a relationship with food? Let's talk about that. So a relationship, a relationship is defined as a way in which two or more people or things are connected. So having a relationship with food is another way of saying how we connect with food. 
And we're all born with a healthy connection to food. We're not born viewing bread as bad and broccoli as good. But over time, that connection is impacted by things such as our family, diets we've been on, and social media. So oftentimes, the first place your relationship with food is impacted is in your home. If you grow up with parents who are dieting or who are dissatisfied with their body, it can so easily impact your relationship with food and your relationship with your body. And maybe you were even encouraged to diet at a young age, which then led to the snowball effect of many years of fad diets that over time has had a negative impact on your connection or your relationship with food. What we also see, especially a lot, I would say in the past five plus years is the growing impact that social media can have on how we view food, the relationship that we have with food. The time we spend scrolling through Instagram and TikTok and Facebook can result in this increased desire to be thin and struggling to, in, in comparing our bodies to other people. These unhealthy comparisons, along with the social pressure that we may feel from friends, can so easily prompt you to jump on the latest diet trend. So you may be thinking like, okay, I get what a relationship with food means. How do I know if I have a negative relationship with food? Here are some things that you can look for. So maybe you feel guilty about eating certain foods or you feel out of control with certain foods. Maybe you find yourself ignoring your hunger cues because you think, okay, well, I just ate lunch an hour ago, or I'm not supposed to eat until 10 a.m. in the morning. Maybe you find yourself using a calorie counter or an app to tell you what to eat or when to eat, or you find yourself avoiding these foods that you think are quote unquote bad for you. And those behaviors can easily start to impact your mental health and your social life. You may find yourself skipping dinner with friends because the menu doesn't align with your diet or feeling shame for what you ate over the weekend. As food rules get more strict and more deeply ingrained in your behaviors, what started out as a harmless diet can shift towards disordered eating and even into a diagnosable eating disorder. So how do we improve our relationship with food? So as you work to break up with diets and really start to make peace with food, there are some behaviors that can be super helpful in your journey. So three points I want to talk on real quick is detoxing your social media, practicing intuitive eating, and challenging your fear foods. So detoxing from social media. This is the only kind of detox I am a fan of. Like I mentioned, social media can have a huge impact on the way you view your body and the decisions that you make around food. It can be helpful then to detox your social media feeds by unfollowing accounts that promote things like fad diets or unhealthy food behaviors, or maybe they just post pictures and talk about things that are triggering to you. So if you're not sure where to start, here's some helpful questions you can ask yourself when it comes to the people and the accounts that you follow. Do their posts make me feel bad about myself, my body, or my food choices? Do I feel like I need to change my eating behaviors or restrict or eliminate specific foods and food groups? So asking yourself those two questions when you're viewing other people's content can be a great tool to identify, okay, 
I feel good continuing to follow this person, or I think I need to unfollow this person from my feed. So instead, what can be good is as you're kind of clearing out your social media feed from accounts that are more triggering or more in in the depths of diets and diet culture, it can be great to add in more accounts that make you feel good, that promote body respect, that promote intuitive eating. And one thing we tell our clients a lot too, is it can be great just to add accounts that bring you joy. It doesn't even have to be related to body respect, intuitive eating. It could be funny meme accounts or a random dog account or things that bring you joy so that the time that you do spend on social media feels productive and feels uplifting. And really even like a side note with all of this is as you're evaluating just the people that you're following on social media and the relationship that you have with social media, there may be times that you recognize, okay, I think I need to just like take a step away. Like, sure. Maybe there's people I need to unfollow, but maybe I need to just like get off the app for 30 days for however long it may be and give myself some space. And that's okay too. Did you know that 95% of diets fail? What if you never had to deal with a failed diet again? At Free Method Nutrition, our mission is to empower women to break up with diet culture by teaching them how to trust, respect, and feel safe in their bodies. Let me tell you about Megan. Megan came to us exhausted from trying all of the diets that just led her back to the same spot every time, overwhelmed and feeling like she had failed. After working with our team, Megan said the freedom she now feels from diet culture has impacted her emotional, mental, and physical energy. In Megan's words, that freedom is worth every penny. There is a life out there that you probably don't even know is possible. And if you're ready to build a lifestyle like that and to build a life that is marked by sustainable health habits and confidence in your body, we would love to invite you to apply to our one-on-one nutrition coaching program. We work with a select number of women each month and are currently accepting new clients. So you can head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule your discovery call with me today. So the second thing is practicing intuitive eating. We're all born intuitive eaters. Like I mentioned earlier, we're all born with this healthy connection to food. And what intuitive eating looks like is trusting our body, knowing that we can eat when I'm, when we're hungry, we can honor that hunger. We can say yes to foods that satisfy us. We don't have to label foods as good, and bad, but the noise of diets take us away from that natural intuition. So if we want to let go of diets and really step into honoring our hunger cues, honoring our fullness cues, here are some things that can really help you in that. So asking yourself this one question that can be so key in really even things outside of food, thinking about exercise and and a lot of the decisions that you make, asking yourself, what is my motivation for fill in the blank. So let's say it is lunchtime and you're at a restaurant with a friend and you're about to order a salad. And maybe you're in a place where you're just working on healing your relationship with food. You can ask yourself, okay, what's my motivation for ordering the salad right now? 
Am I genuinely craving the salad? Does this sound good to me? Or do I really want to order the sandwich, but I feel like I'm supposed to order the salad because it's quote unquote healthier. And so that can give you space to really process what your motivation is. What is my motivation for going on this walk today? What is my motivation for eating right now? And then it can help you see, okay, is this a good decision? Is this decision aligned with my values? Does this decision make sense? Or is there another decision that is going to be better aligned in this moment? Another thing is going slow. So we live in this hustle and bustle type world, and that can lead to, you know, eating quickly in the car, eating at your desk, eating in front of the TV. And that for sure can have an impact on our own relationship with food as well, because we're not fully tuning into really what food items we're even eating. We're not as tuned into our hunger and fullness. And so if we really want to step into eating intuitively and listening to our hunger, listening to our fullness, slowing down at meals can be so helpful. Sitting down at the table, trying to limit distractions, chewing your food thoroughly, setting down your fork or your spoon between bites so that you can really be present at the moment. And one thing I want to say too, as I'm speaking on intuitive eating that I want to make sure that you hear is I'm talking a lot about honoring your hunger and honoring your fullness right now. Yes, but that's not all that intuitive eating is. And I think it's easy to have that assumption that it's like, okay, all I have to do is like eat when I'm hungry, stop eating when I'm full, but that's not it at all. It's much more than that. Um, but just, you know, for the sake of this podcast, we can only go so deep into this. Um, and then another piece with trying to practice more intuitive eating is really being in a, being a detective, digging into kind of your day to day. So seeing like when it comes to your eating habits, do you find, okay, when I have the salad at lunch, I am always hungry an hour later. So maybe I need to add more at the salad or do I get home from work and I'm so stressed and overwhelmed. It leads me to run to the pantry and I'm not even really hungry or craving food. I'm just stressed. And so it can kind of lead you to, it can guide you to see, okay, what do I need to do in these situations? Are there things I can control? Do I need to insert some things after the workday to help me de-stress? Do I need to add more at my lunch to make sure it's more filling? So really looking at your daily rhythms and habits and seeing what are things that can shift to, to support your overall health. And then lastly, and we've talked about this in other podcast episodes is challenging your fear foods. And this can take time. Making peace with food can take time. And so challenging these fear foods can be such an important step in your process to improving your relationship with food. So what can be helpful in getting started is listing out foods that right now you would identify as fear foods. So foods that you feel guilty eating, you find yourself avoiding, you feel like there's rules around like, oh, I can only have that on the weekends. Listing out all of those type of foods and then kind of going from there and seeing where do we want to start? Do I want to 
challenge one of these next week? Do I want to reach out to a friend and see if they'll go get pizza with me because it's a food I'm challenging, but it's going to be easier with someone else. Um, There's a lot of layers that can come with challenging fear foods, but what I find time and time again with clients that we work with is really identifying those fear foods, bringing awareness to those fear foods can be a great place to start. And then what you'll often find is as you start to challenge some of those fear foods, the other ones on that list become less fearful because you see, okay, I used to tell myself I always had to get cauliflower crust pizza instead of regular crust. Like I just, I couldn't eat regular crust. It's quote unquote bad. So have to have cauliflower crust. Then you challenge that fear. And now you're able to eat regular pizza with confidence, which then can lead over to all these other fears that you have of like, okay, if these fears I had around eating regular pizza actually weren't true, then what about all these other fears? What if those aren't true either? And if you're listening to that and you're like, gosh, I feel like I have so many fear foods, or I have these like really loud fears around specific foods that I just am sick and tired of, and I'm ready to overcome them. We would love to support you in that journey. So one of the ways that we work with clients and help clients overcome their fear foods is in our group coaching program, Free Method Academy. It's a four-month coaching program. So you can get consistent support in your food freedom journey. And so if you're listening to this and you're ready to improve your relationship with food, make steps forward, really step into these coming spring and summer months with confidence, we would love for you to enroll. So we're currently enrolling for our spring cohort that's going to start in April. And if you head to freemethodnutrition.com slash academy, you can learn more there. So I hope this episode encouraged you, gave you some direction when it comes to working to improve your relationship with food. Feel free to shoot me a DM, ask me any questions that you have relating to this, um, or DM me if you want to hear more about our group coaching program and if it could be a good fit for you. And I will see you on next week's episode. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.